You take an ancient dinosaur gut and some toxic waste. You get a monster who stomps around and tries to eat your face. You take some kaiju media, some assholes and a mic. You get a podcast that'll make you rethink your whole life. So come watch Godzilla with Podzilla, king of the casters with NBN Brandon and Jasper, who's a dog. Welcome to Podzilla, King of the Casters. I'm your host, N.B. Nightingale. And I'm your other host, Brandon. Producer Jasper's back on the job. Mm-hmm. He's back. We've had to we had to fire uh, Gordy. Gordy after you know the incident. We're not we're gonna keep it brief, but you know we disavow Gordy's actions. Yeah. And um, we hope that woman has her face reconstructed. All right. So this week we are doing... the reference to Note, by the way, folks. <laughs> if you didn't watch the Note, please, please don't. <laughs> Yeah, so, you're saying? Uh, so this week we're doing Godzilla vs. Megaguirus, another one in the Millennium series. Yeah, we're getting, like, these are the, because we covered Shin Godzilla, this is more or less like the end of the Japanese Godzilla movies. Yeah, we're in the home stretch. We've got, what, there are like three MGKs, right? Hmm. They're like, the MG, they're the, the MGK Godzilla movies, there's a Mecha Godzilla, I believe, in there. Yes. And then there's Final so mm-hmm. we're like we've got five There's Godzilla like, movies left about that we're maybe. also gonna be taking soon a little detour into the uh, into the um, the Mothra trilogy from this time period the rebirth of Mothra which is yeah. timeline wise it's like kind of between Heizai and yeah. Millennium mm-hmm. but they're around there those are those look pretty fun yeah. Mothra is one of the best ones so excited to see what her standalones are like that should be pretty fun. Uh, they were never bold enough to give my spiky boy his own movies. No. Rebirth of Ingeris, we can hope. <laughs> yeah. We can hope and hope and pray. Yeah. So we're talking about Godzilla versus Megagiris here. And I just we could start with our overall thoughts about this. Mm-hmm. What did uh what did you think about this this uh sophomore film of the millennium era? I like it much more than the first one. It was fun. It reminded me like of the mid-range high eyes in that, like, you know, a lot of creativity, a lot of fun, uh, but didn't really, it isn't really going to stick with me. Kind of feels marred down at points by an overly long denouement and a, uh, and the sea cheese really bad. Yeah. Whenever they're not doing practical, <laughs> that's a problem. It, it, it's very apparent. Yeah. yeah, I feel similarly. I think... I was talking to Bear about this while watching the movie. I think it's a always a sign of a higher quality Godzilla movie if his, you know, whoever he's fighting shows up early in the movie. And, you know, Megaguirus, well, not Megaguirus himself, but the first stage of Megaguirus shows up very early. Pretty early in. So I always think that's a good sign. I got a lot of... Megaguirus is similar to Destroya vibes in terms of the... There's a bunch of little ones. Yeah. But they do not combine into Megaguirus. They They're simply like, give their life force to their queen in a, uh, a Xenomorph Queen-style big one that's Megaguirus. Yes. So I think I had a good time. I had a perfectly good time with this. Yeah. I do like it a good amount more than just Godzilla 2000. I feel like the premise was wacky enough that that excited me for a good portion of the film and there were very promising moments and the final fight was fun it was the uh the fact that we're gonna kill godzilla with a black hole gun yeah that (laughs) it's a crazy premise that caught me pretty pretty good like like the scientist being this 
amazing inventor uh-huh. of like robotics who do, who uses those robots for shitty little magic tricks. Yeah, is an amazing premise that I wish they yeah. used in something else. Yeah, like this is building like fucking fucking NASA quality uh, robotics, and he's just wasting it. On impressing kids <laughs> with what they think are just magic tricks. It's amazing. Yeah. I love it. I really wish they did more of that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think moments like that were great. I was like, oh, this is this is good stuff. So I think it's uh, it's like around the middle in general for all the Godzilla films for me. Yeah. But for Millennium so far, this one is the one to beat for the next ones. Which I'm excited about the next one because uh, we got Mothra... Yeah. And big old three header coming back. Yeah. See, so that'll be cool. I'd say not middle of the pack overall for me. I'd say to quote my favorite television show, mm. this film is heading out of the endless middle and heading into the bottom of the top. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's Tom. <laughs> it's a Tom quote from Succession. Yes. Holy shit. Season four, exciting. So Tom and Greg are going to raw dog. That's my one prediction. <laughs> there's going to be a scene of something like that. I, I'm calling it right now. It's too strong. They need to kiss, at least. I want <laughs> I want them to get... They're my, they're my ship. We, my, Sophie and I... A friend of the show, Sophie, and I have discussed this uh, quite a few times. Any other ship in regards to succession feels ultra cringy but tom and greg it's just too it's undeniable like anyone else it feels like wow you're really not reading this show right but when it's tom and but when it's our little gay boys it's like it's like oh it's okay (laughs) it's okay when you do it (laughs) damn so yeah so that's our overall thoughts about it it's pretty pretty enjoyable time thankfully it doesn't you know goes by pretty quick so I want to bring up the uh, what that monster do with Megagirus. So Megagirus is a more or less a cross between like a, a cicada or was a cicada, I cicada, think so. yeah. cicada, and a dragonfly. Yeah. Where Megagirus, there's well, a little mosquito in there too. There's a little mosquito in there too because they like you know yeah, they, she stings and sucks up the yeah. energy force. There's a few different ones. There's like. There's three forms they take. There's the larvae stage, which we see in the beginning, like, brutally kill a man. Yeah, the larvae stage is honestly the the creepiest. They, like, spit acid in people's faces, then, like, impale them and eat them. Like, two separate people. By the way, Hulu, this is not a G movie. (laughs) It was rated G on Hulu. Yeah. And I'm like, we get to that scene, I'm like, fuck, that's not a G rating. So there's a larvae stage, and then we immediately see after it eats the man and the woman, it turns into, like, its adult stage, like, of the rest of them, where it becomes kind of, like, more like a worker bee, like a drone, and then kind of molts out of it. And then we see, throughout the movie, it's explained that Megagirus, the main queen, was made by this black hole gun mutated an insect. Yeah. And it turned into this massive creature Mm -hmm. that Megagirus is, remind me a lot of Batra. Which is Mothra's like, you know, does look twin. a lot like Batra. I was kind of surprised they didn't go with Batra, but yeah, I think it makes the new gritty interpretation of Batra. Well, yeah, because yeah. we haven't seen Batra in a while. Yeah, Batra's only in one Godzilla movie. Just one. But I do think, like, if you had Batra, you would need to have Mothra. 
Yeah. Like, it'd be kind of weird to be like, it's the evil twin of what? I don't know. Like, <laughs> Listen, Wario Twisted would disagree. <laughs> it's only Wario. Only Wario game. <laughs> they just exist. It's a great Wario game. <laughs> it's a great Wario. We're saying is Batra is the Wario. <laughs> yeah, Batra is the Wario. <laughs> it's quite a time. So then, in that case, Mega Gears is like the Waluigi, where it's just it's just Batra's buddy. <laughs> which Mario characters do you think have gotten the lead in universe, and which haven't? Has, War- has Wario gotten laid? Has Wario gotten laid? Yeah. Wario's got that got that strong energy. His powerful energy. I don't think Waluigi has. <laughs> I think Waluigi has had. The farthest Waluigi has gotten is someone's lips were around his cock. He did not finish. <laughs> and that's the... In college, in one wild is, scenario, that's we're saying the farthest is, Waluigi's Someone's gotten. lips... You know, there was a pair of lips around <laughs> Waluigi's dick, and then he couldn't do anymore, and he broke his back. <laughs> and then he couldn't... He had a... He, he thought about it, but he's like, I'm not going to remove my ribs for this. I'm just going to try. Oh, okay. <laughs> you don't like Waluigi as much as I well, not, not That makes it sound like I want to fuck Waluigi. I don't want to fuck Waluigi. Quote of the episode, folks. <laughs> Most so. of the quotes of these episodes are who I will and won't fuck. So. We'll make a tier list. <laughs> Using pre... That's episode 100. Previous... Yeah. Previous times. All right, well. Sorry, Spinal Wars. You'll have to wait till 150. We got more important things to deal with. Exactly. So, (laughs) Mega Gears is a cool monster, though. I like that, you know, she has this massive stinger to, like, impale Godzilla and suck up his energy. It's a cool monster. I think it's, uh, I always like when they... I do like the classics. I like Ghidorah, Mothra, those, etc. But I do think there's something to say about a new monster. Yeah. Where it's like, this is a new creature with this new idea. Yeah. And this is a unique idea for these movies. Is it's like, it's a bunch of little ones that like suck up energy and give it to the big one. Yeah. So I think that's cool. So Megaguirus is, uh, you know, she can fly. She's about the size of Godzilla. She can pick Godzilla up. Oh, we're in What That Monster Do. I did not officially announce that like usual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're closing off What That Monster Do. But we've also been talking just the plot. So. Yeah. Well, I've said it. I said at the yeah. beginning, yeah. this is What That Monster Do. Ah. So that's that's about the base of it. I do think Megaguirus is a... Like, we're in the weird period right now with the Millennium Films where any practical effect looks great. Like, it's top of the game, best yeah. practical effects we've seen. Well, Heise, I had some really great ones, too, but, like, this is good effects. Yeah. But then, if <laughs> it's at that period where it's CG can do anything. So you'll have no, shots where, no, where Godzilla's, like, fighting off the smaller, the f- smaller monsters. And the ones on him look great. And they're, like, doing little buzzing and trying to suck his energy. And there's, like, this horrible, like, CG storm around him of them. Yeah. And you can you tell, I'm like, oh, God. That's kind of interesting. They did make... They did for very briefly make uh, Mega Gearus uh, stop motion. It was, like, what? It was, like, one shot. It was, like... Like, one or out. two shots, yeah. Yeah. Which makes me wonder, behind the scenes, if they were going to do it more. Yeah. And then they were, like... CG can do anything. 
Because we were talking before the stop motion happened of how, like, I don't know, even shitty stop motion has a real charm to it. Like the Ray Harryhausen stuff from, like, the, the fucking skeletons from Jason and the Argonauts. Stuff. Well, they do. I, I, like I said, I think it's, it's something to do with it's in-camera and it's tactile. Because, like, I think with modern, like, old CG, or sorry, current CG, yeah. it's the same stuff as old CG, it just looks better. Yeah. So I feel like you pick up on that more because you watch, you know, people watch a lot of movies yeah. with CG in it. So you pick up more, like, oh, that's a bad effect. Meanwhile, like, something stop motion, you're like, oh my god, that's really there. Like, that's like a novel experience. Yeah. I would think. But, um, but yeah, Mega Gears looks great, but... His, uh, her swarms don't sometimes. <laughs> but the, uh, you know, a lot of a green screen in this movie. <laughs> so, moving on to the plot. It's not that much of it. It's pretty quick. So we basically start with a... It's interesting that this film try It sets up, here is what happened in this universe before this. Yeah. It's like Godzilla attacked Tokyo in, you know, in the 1950s. And then he attacked his other place in the 60s. Yeah. And now it is 19, you know, 1996, he attacked this big place. Yeah. Now it's 2001. Like, boom, we're cutting all of this. What's going on now in 2001? Well, you know, we're trying to figure out a black hole gun to kill Godzilla. Yeah. And, you know, as we said, Megagirus accidentally uh, is in the testing of this black hole gun. They accidentally create Megagirus. Yeah, which... Um, the boy as an egg, a Mega Gears yeah, egg. Yeah, and he, there's a boy. He does not matter in the plot of the movie much. Just like for the first out. like 15 minutes, because he get he gets the mutated egg mm-hmm. and he drops it in the sewers. He's immediately like, I don't want to deal with this shit. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> like and that's Mega Gears. And there he is, hopping. Yeah, popping his way over to the to the yeah. water. Like my goodness, and then the. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they have a thing of Godzilla. They're like, oh, we should track Godzilla. There's a fun scene where this with a military lady like jumps on Godzilla and shoots a tracker at him. Yeah, and she's like, my mentor. We see it in the intro that like her commander or whatever was killed Saved by Godzilla. Saved her life and died at the hands of Godzilla. Yes, she's got a she's got a vendetta against the old guy. Yeah. So then they're you know they're doing their thing. They're setting up the the black hole laser. Because their plan is hit Godzilla with a black hole laser. He gets sucked in the black hole and he is dead or at least gone. <laughs> like, bye-bye. So they run the test. Tests go well, but then Megagirus pops out of it. Or is mutated by it. Bad shit. And then, like, the middle chunk of this movie, you know, we just kind of see that Megagirus is, like, building up her strength and the babies yeah. are hatching. And they're wrecking havoc to parts of to- you know parts of the city, like soldiers are shooting them down, but it's not enough. Godzilla gets into a fight with some of the little guys. They're like, "We should test our black hole laser right now on Godzilla while he's distracted." So they shoot him with it. Yeah. Big massive explosion, and Godzilla's fine. <laughs> like he yeah. pops out underneath all the rubble. Which I there's a fun little fact that I read that. Uh, Apparently, in, in real science, uh, a black hole, they said it was about two meters across. Yeah. A black hole that size would have the mass of Jupiter. Yeah. And would apparently destroy the entire planet if it was shot. Yeah, that's the thing. Black holes get bigger the more they suck in. This, I, 
we, we were trying to debate, like, did we just know so little about black holes back then? Or, like, is this movie that stupid? Fuck it, I love it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hit me with the black hole laser, like, yeah. you know, if the... If the <laughs> If the Universal movies can have a, a hollow Earth, yeah. fuck it. Like, yeah. We're going all in, you know? Do it. Do the fun shit. So yeah. this black hole gun they have, it's attached to a satellite. Mm-hmm. You know, it does a ton of damage to the Megagirus little babies. Well, it doesn't kill Godzilla. Yeah. And like, shit. So they're, they're setting up Godzilla. They don't know why yet. I feel like this should have been a bigger reveal, but it's kind of right at the end. That Godzilla now suddenly goes for Tokyo. Yeah. And they're like, why is he going for Tokyo? There's no energy sources here. And it turns out, secret- later it turns out, secretly, a bi- like a, a politician character has been making plasma, has been funding plasma energy in the in, in the, like this building in Tokyo. Shibu- in Shibuya without people. Uh, yep. The city of Shibuya. So he's... Godzilla's making his way there because of that, which we find out later. He's making his way there, and oh, Megagirus is there, and big fight. Yeah. Big fight happens. I noticed there's not a single tank in this movie. Nice. Right? Yeah, I hate tanks. Yeah, I think they're there can be quite dull. Yeah. I, w- I would... No, just if... on principle, I hate tanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I think about it is like, I like the idea. The reason I'm, I I linger on, I like the monsters that have little little gremlin guys, because you can never in these movies have the tanks or helicopters or anything yeah. hurt the big guy because it's anticlimactic. Yeah. Uh-huh. But you can have them kill the little fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> so like I can imagine like um, like in in destroy I like they're shooting yeah. at like they, they, when they go into fucking aliens mode uh, and it's I awesome. Just, like, yeah, it's a ma- great change of pace. Love mm-hmm. it. Like, those moments are cool. Like, I think yeah. one of my favorite scenes of the movie is the pupa eating the be- the yeah. man and the woman at the beginning. Because it's like, holy shit, oh my god, like, it felt so visceral because it wasn't, it wasn't like soldiers, it was just like people who were there. It's like, oh goodness. But, you know, they had the big climactic fight with Godzilla and Megagirus. There's this cool shot, this cool little moment where Godzilla's trying to charge up his atomic breath. Yeah. And Megagirus stabs him with the yeah. with the sucker and drains his energy so he can't do it. Yeah. It's like, holy shit. It's a cool fight. Mm-hmm. I'd like, like to see it. Uh, Megagirus is definitely a puppet. A person could not fit in that. Yeah. But, you know, a fun, a fun fight ensues. And then eventually Megagirus tries to stab Godzilla in the mouth. And Godzilla bites onto his... Under his stinger. Breaks it. <laughs> and then... Well, it's all downhill from there for him. They do the shot is really cool because like they, it like going right at Godzilla's head. It like holds there for a second. And you're like, did this fucker just impale Godzilla's head? How's yeah, Godzilla? Like, get... And then it, like the camera swivels to show us that it's... Godzilla instead caught the stinger. Yeah. And then breaks it. And then Barrett was like, that looks delicious. <laughs> it does look delicious. <laughs> the stinger looks tasty. Okay. And then, but yeah. So then. Atomic Breath's uh, Megagirus killing it. Yes. And during this moment, the satellite with the black hole is yeah. coming down. And they're like, shit, now's our only chance, you know, last chance to, to yeah. hit Godzilla with the black hole gun again. Yeah. I do wish there would have been... Maybe there was a line that I missed, but it could have been like, oh, we boosted the power of the laser. 
Because yeah. I'm like, why would it work this time? Is it because they hit him first? I don't. I don't know. Yeah, because like, because our our main character woman on her quest of revenge drives a plane into Godzilla's back, like ejecting at the just, last moment. And I don't know why that was necessary for the plane. No, but like the explosion was big as I thought either. Like. Yeah. If you have a whole plane hitting into you, yeah. it's going to be a lot more than just a boom. But yeah, so she does that. Then they hit him with the... Uh, with The, the um, black hole gun. And it works! Or does it? Well, there's an after credits. So yeah. it kabooms. Yeah. There's a last shot of the military lady like, oh, I did it, hooray. Yeah. Like I'm looking on the distance. I did it. There's like a little epilogue where... The scientist guy who helped set up the laser is doing his little tricks yeah. with his little robots. I really, oh my god! Whenever I think a problem with a lot of these movies, like I want the, I want the these, script to come back to more things. Yeah, like I said, like the 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 technician guy who made these little robots to do little mat shit, shitty little fun magic tricks for him. Yeah, it's like. There could have just been a moment where it's like, our computer's malfunctioning. He's like, I got this. And, like, the little guys go in or something. Yeah. It's, like, just, like, like the setup and the payoff is off for me. Mm-hmm. Where it's, like, so many of the payoffs is, like, Godzilla kills the monster. And I'm like, that's cool. But I want to see a little... I think the Universal movies do that a little more. Yeah. Where they have, like, the humans are doing something, mm-hmm. which I like. But the... Uh, at the end, they're like, oh, you know, Godzilla may be back from these earthquakes. Do you want to join? Yeah. And then the scientist guy goes, yeah, I'm in on it. And then, like, the military lady, like, punches him in the broken arm. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, and she's like, ooh, sorry. And credits. Yeah. <laughs> right credits. there. Then we get an after credit scene of Godzilla arriving again. Mm-hmm. Uh, with and, the, the little boy with his bug yeah. collection. And that's... That's that's the movie. That's the whole plot right there. It's a quick film. It's a pretty quick watch. Uh, yeah. I do, you know, I am interested in, because these movies are like separate continuities, I'm interested, like, what does Millennium Ghidorah look like? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> what, what are we going to do with those characters? Because, like, are we going to go as, like, balls to the wall? We haven't had time travel yet in Millennium. Yeah. <laughs> That was one of the craziest things in the High Zai ones. Yeah. The way they go back in time and the fucking, uh, the little guys become Ghidorah. Uh, the Dorats. The Dorats yeah. become Ghidorah. I'm like, that was fun and crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, how far is Millennium gonna go so far? And the love interest turned out to be his granddaughter. Yeah. Oh, God, that. Dan Harmon loves that movie. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. What, what am I gonna... What running bit am I gonna run into the ground first? Dan Harmon's weird incest jokes, mm-hmm. or the nostalgia critic? Well, the nostalgia critic is forever. <laughs> he goes one step beyond. Always. I reviewed myself today. <laughs> what if I told you that there? Did you ever know that? Does he have a Logan episode? The saddest, one of the saddest things looking back on it, right, was during the period of after Demoreal had, after the critic had ended Mm -hmm. and Demoreal had started, there was a few videos that Doug Walker made as the nostalgia critic Mm -hmm. looking back at the Channel Awesome movies as like a, hee hee, this is a fun thing because I'm closing this out. Yeah. 
And looking back at that now, it's very depressing. Because <laughs> yeah. he, he was looking back as like, oh, this is like my last things. I'm going to have a fun, fun, jokey review about kick-ass and everything. And here are all my friends that I... That I got to make these movies with these long-lasting friendships that I'll like Lindsay never Ellis yeah. and Dan Olson. I was incredibly disappointed that uh, there's a scene towards the end of Kickassia where it's all the cameos of the other reviewers. Yeah, Brandon watched uh, Kickassia. I had COVID and I was very, very brain dead. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck it, let's go." Yeah. I was really sad there was not a Dan Olson cameo. <laughs> I don't think Dan Olson was ever technically Channel Awesome. I think he was I for like a second. I, from my recollection, he I'm gonna, I'm gonna he, right he linked up with that crew, uh, with the Lindsay Ellis crew shortly after she left Channel Awesome in in her Shea Apocalypse thing. So it wasn't like, so Kyle Calgren I know was. Oh, Chez Apocalypse. Wait, it then made its official premiere on Channel Awesome on August 7th, 2014. Damn, no! Ha ha ha! Ha ha ha! Website, com. Okay, he was there for... Look how short he was there for. Almost a year. August 2014 to September 2015. Six videos, and that's back in the days when he was like, when he was like pumping them out weekly. Oh yeah, wowzers! How does that make you feel? <laughs> A Sisyphean task to do this. <laughs> so it's it's up to you. Because are you saying that you like the nostalgic freaking channel awesome in general, Bert? Like beat the dead horse. Or specifically, the one thing about Dan Harmon. Because <laughs> I feel like there's a lot less to go off of on the one thing about the Rick and Morty show. Which... I mean, you... There's also the episode of Community built around incest. I don't remember that one. Uh, so... The gang ruins a wedding of two side characters. Oh, because they're brother and sister. Uh, cousins, but yeah. Oh, sorry, cousins. Which does lead to Keith David's funniest line read of all time. Now there's a man who knows how to marry his cousin. (laughs) (laughs) It is really good. So, wow. um... Hey there, folks. This is Later Brandon just coming out to say that this episode was recorded before all the Justin Roiland stuff came out. Uh, Keep that in mind. Thank you. Is Rick and Morty going to become like The Simpsons? Like, do you think it's going to keep going for, like, 20 seasons? Well, I could see it becoming, like, The Simpsons and that should have ended much sooner. But, peak Rick and Morty was not peak Simpsons. No, 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 I get that. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, popularity-wise. Yeah. Like, it's enough of a moneymaker for, like, Adult Swim yeah. that I don't see them ending it anytime soon, no matter if, you yeah. know, the quality goes into the absolute dumpster. And the thing is, it's not like... Uh, something I've really noticed about... Rick and Morty is that you can't no one's making like compilations of jokes and posting them to YouTube like other shows have oh yeah like there are no family guy funny moments you mean you know know Rick and Morty funny moments part 53 yeah there's no there's no that, you know, Arrest Development, 30 Rock, all those shows will have, like, just, you can find very easily 
videos that fans have compiled of like, oh, funniest. I love these gags. I just here's like a compilation of all the gags I love. Yeah, there's there's not one of those with that show, which is crazy because it's not like it's not like the jokes are often very isolated things. It's very it would be very easy to isolate jokes out of it, but like yeah. But just the fact it's like not. I can find those compilations for fucking moral oral, <laughs> which is a again a much better show, but but also is a much harder show to isolate gags from, because the entire because the gag is the concept, not individual jokes. <laughs> so dang, yeah, it's it's just gonna keep going. I remember they posted the pilot of Rick and Morty to YouTube for free in 2014. Rick Potion number nine. Yeah. That was the big thing that landed it have momentum. Yeah. Like, I think Adult Swim is very good about advertising yeah. shows like that. Yeah, Adult Swim, like, Rick and Morty's two biggest moments were that. Oh, the and, April 1st one. Yeah, April 1st, just for 24 hours running the, the first this, episode of season three yeah. after that cliffhanger when no one knew when the season three was yeah. going to be coming out. Like, I love that yeah. shit. Yeah. Like... I think that's really clever, fun promotions for material. Like, I don't want them to ever stop that stuff. I'm like, this is awesome. Like, that's such a funny thing. Because I remember I was uh, working late uh, for, to finish a project at college. Yeah. And all my friends were like, oh, my God, it's Mercury Morty Season 3, Episode 1 just came out. I was like, well, you're bullshitting me. It's April 1st now. Yeah. And nope. And that's... There's, there's clever ways of doing this. I was in rehearsal for a play when it dropped. Uh, so, like, I, after rehearsal, went home, watched it. Yeah. Also, no, I shouldn't tell that April 1st story, but it was the same April 1st as, as our April 1st story. I'm not going to detail about that one. <laughs> this is the forbidden... Listen, this if we personal. reach... No, we are not talking about what happened April 1st of, I think it was 2017... We are not talking about what happened on that April 1st. That is going to be a locked secret. It's like that uh, that Five Nights at Freddy's 4 <laughs> lockbox. You ever heard about that? If you get us to number one on Apple Podcasts for a month. <laughs> I think we'll have a lot bigger worries if that happens. But if they, uh, it's uh, this box, you know, the series is known for like solving mysteries and all this stuff. And there's literally nothing in the box, and it just says some mysteries are best left unopened, or some boxes are best left unopened. That's one of the boxes. That's stuck right there. That's right under the bed. It's not moving. Like I tell so the many friends that story. It's so funny. The keys are lost. It's all over. It's all over now. Really, your only way to learn the story is become friends with me in real life. <laughs> Sounds like a threat. (laughs) Or a challenge. Can you parasocial strong enough to get rid of the para part? Oh, Jesus. So, so yeah, there's not that much to talk about in this Godzilla movie, considering we just spent the last ten minutes talking about the rise and fall of Rick and Morty and an April 1st thing. And Channel Awesome. And, And Channel Awesome, which... Will I, will I continue my watch and watch Suburban Nights the next time I get COVID? We shall see. It's my tradition. Is that that's <laughs> your I, one condition? It's like you have to have COVID to watch. Every movies. time, 
you know, it's it's pretty fun, but it's not that memorable. We'll probably, yeah. you know, do we want to we'll do a, slide uh, it off our backs. Do we want to do a Make It Gritty? Because I've got no ideas, honestly. For a Make It Gritty? Yeah. Okay. Um, I have no If you have an idea, go for it. But I have no Make It Gritty idea. Because, okay. like, I don't know. I feel like too many of the uh, of the Godzilla monsters are already bug-like. I don't really have mm-hmm. an idea for how to differentiate another bug-like creature. Mm-hmm. So I think Megagirus should be. I like the idea that it's like our, uh, you know, one of our favorite movies last year, Jurassic World's Dominion. <laughs> that it's uh, it's a swarm. I would rather shoot myself than allow that label to be put on me. <laughs> one of my favorite movies of last year, Jurassic World Dominion. It's one of my movies it last made your year. Top list yeah. it because I only saw like ten movies last year. That came out last year. So the, um, I like the swarm hey, you element. Can, you can knock it from your top 10 of 2022 now. Oh. I could. Yeah. But it's got, it's got to stay. That's when it came out. It has to stay. <laughs> nope. Worse than Jurassic World. <laughs> I put Nope on my list. Oh, fuck. We had seen Nope. Yeah. Oh, then yeah. It's not in theaters. Jurassic World Dominion ain't going nowhere. <laughs> so the um Maybe Puss in Boots 2 will knock it. That's a 2023 film. That was a 2022 release. I'm gonna look it up right now. I swear it was like very early 2023. Oh, it was a 2022. When did it come out? Literally the 21st. Damn. Ha! Huh. Alright. So you, you'll be able to, to get rid of that. I can knock it off. No, Marmaduke is below it. <laughs> no, wait, no, Marmaduke's above it. <laughs> Dominion's gonna go Marmaduke stays <laughs> for now. <laughs> so, um, sorry. Swarm ideas. I like the idea of monster, of little swarmy monsters attacking. Because yeah. I can imagine a scenario where Milford Roberta Brown is running off in like a little lab, and there's these yeah. little bug creatures that are coming and trying to attack. I think that's a fun idea for a creature to fight. Yeah. That it's like these little these little fuckers and Godzilla is fighting like simultaneous big action set piece where Godzilla's fighting the big Megagirus and Milford Roberta Brown and her buddies are like trying to hold off the little ones. You know? Like there's some fun potential there for an idea. But um that's really all I got there. Okay. So I'm so okay. folks, I'll start by saying uh, the next episode, I, I have, I have engaged in a dark pact with Barrett. Yeah. For what the uh, the next movie is gonna be here, I have decided we I wanted the next movie to be Moonfall from twenty twenty two, and when I brought that up, Barrett said that the only can- way is if I get an old Hollywood film uh, that I get to watch. Regardless of if it actually relates to kaiju or not. And I, I said I will make that deal because I really, really... I think Moonwatch could be, like, one of our best episodes. <laughs> really interested in that. Yeah. Just because it sounds so fucking horrible and such a big budget that that combination is always amazing. So, the next episode we're doing, it's coming out, it's Moonfall. That is the next episode. But now I'm curious that... What my old Hollywood is? I'll, I'll tell you what the old Hollywood is. What that's is the, the old Hollywood? The old Hollywood film of which we will be partaking mm-hmm. is Anatomy of a Murder. 
Hmm. Never heard of it. Ooh, you will. Oh, boy. Here we go. So as the last thing here, um, as a tease to lead up to our big April 1st episode. Uh, that we, one is a mystery to Brad. That's a mystery to me. I don't know. So we are, every every episode leading up to April 1st, Barrett is going to give me a limerick? <laughs> a little couplet. A couplet. Which includes clues, clues as to what the April 1st movie will be. That is somewhat kaiju related, I guess. Yes. So I'm I'm scared, and I'm going to hear it, and then I'm going to, we're going to see if how that goes. All right. So what do you have? First week. This film's lead actor has some feist. Known for films where he plots a heist. Do you have a guess as to the movie? Do you want me to read it again for you? Okay, so Feist, he, the lead, so the lead actor, what was it one more time? This film's lead actor has some Feist, known for films where we, he plots a heist. Okay. It's George Clooney. I'm nearly certain it's George Clooney. You told me to, to I not don't, tell you anything. That's my, that's my pick, folks. I don't know the movie. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to keep in the little back of my head that George Clooney is somehow involved in this. Even if even if you were right about the heist movies, there are ten other guys it could be. <laughs> Nobody plans the heist. He's the big heist maker. There are three planners. There are multiple planners. You're trying to watch back. your oceans movies. You're trying, you're trying to you're trying to back up a little. Bit. I'm not saying those are the heist film, but that's clearly where your head's at. Because that's the only. Because you're saying it's Clooney, and that's the only Clooney heist film. Might be Clooney. Might not be Clooney. Might be Oceans Eleven. You might be wrong, and it could have been be one of the other ten. But <laughs> Matt Damon. <laughs> it's, it's the Matt Damon movie. <laughs> We'll see you later, folks. See ya. <laughs>